is Jason Manford. This is Absolute Radio. Where real music matters. Good morning. Hope you are very well. I'm back. I know you missed me. Don't pretend that you didn't, because I missed you. Uh, I've been, uh, I just, I, I went away, Danny. All right. Not like, not, I wasn't sent away. Oh, the way just, you said it was like you'd gone to find yourself. Yeah, yeah. Well, I went to find myself and uh, found out that I'm a bit of a numpty. Uh No, I am, um, I, I was just, I finished the tour and then I thought, right, I need to, I just need to have a bit of time. So, uh, and it was Easter, so that worked out very nicely. Uh, I went to, um, well, we'll talk about it. I went to, I went to Portugal, went on a little holiday. Went to Amsterdam last weekend. Oh, nice. We will uh, talk about that as much as we can on air. I went to Amsterdam. It's a crazy um, place. Yeah, but I don't do any of the Amsterdam things. Well, same. So I went to the zoo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The zoo's dead nice, though. It's got wolves. Ooh, Never nice. seen, a, like, a wolf in a zoo. No, I don't think that's a... Great. Not the usual zoo animal. No, exactly. And you're from Chester as well. It's not a bit of a... Yeah, bit of a busman's holiday for you. Check out the competition. No, I just want to check. Oh, guys, they've got wolves. Yeah. I Can mean, we... I did report it to the mayor. <laughs> Can we get wolves? <laughs> We're slipping here. <laughs> Yeah, no, I'm the same. I, I didn't... Uh, although you can, you cannot get in the Anne Frank Museum. You've got a book about four months in advance. Oh, yeah, we didn't bother. I went to the the Van Gogh one. Yeah, what, did Check that. Check that out. Yeah, that was good. It was yeah. all right. Yeah, it was all right. You know, paintings, isn't it? What did you want it to be? Yeah, I mean, at Chester, in it? So we've got the Grosvenor Museum. So. Yes, <laughs> very similar. Very similar. Yeah, it was... Uh, no, it was good. I would have liked... That was the only one I would have liked to have gone in and, and experienced the old Anne Frank Museum. Although saying that... I mean, it's no wonder the Nazis found her. There are signs everywhere. <laughs> really are. Jason Manford. Absolute Radio. Where real music matters. Uh, Danny McLaughlin is here. Chester's own. <laughs> is that fair to say? <laughs> yeah, I think so. Yeah, I think so. He's basically the king of Chester. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I've been told. That's, yeah. <laughs> Never in Chester. No. No, just God, outside no. by people that don't really know how the monarchy works there, but <laughs> I just agree with it. I don't, I don't question anyone. Absolutely. And you were in Manchester last night, the Comedy Store, yeah, Frog and Bucket, yeah, the the the, the, double, the, the perfect triple. Yeah, it was nice. Open um, in the store, middle at the close the frog, close the frog, close the late show at the store. Oh, dirty, some dirty closing. Eh, that is just bangers. I love that. That's great. Because always by the time you get to the late show at the store, they've just they, they kick like a Hindu out of 30 or something <laughs> yes. and like a stag went out. So the middle so act's just just nice. Deal with it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just get there, you get it's there. just nice. And everyone's happy as well. Yeah. Oh, thank God they've gone. Yeah, because that's all you have to say is like, oh, they've gone, haven't they? And everyone's like, wait. You're like, yeah. <laughs> He's aware of things. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> That's nice. I was doing. Uh, I mean, I was doing a charity gig. Don't feel bad. It's all right. No, you know I don't. What I, mean? I was. I was doing something for the children. Uh, but um, that's just me, Danny. <laughs> yeah. Well. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? You fill your boots with three gigs. Yeah. Uh, I'll just do the charity stuff. But <laughs> 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 I was at. Uh, I was at the Twinkle Ball. Paddy McGuinness's uh, and and Christy McGuinness's Twinkle Ball for uh, the Autism Society. And uh, surprise guest Rick Astley turned up. Wow. Yeah. Rick Astley turned up. How, what well, was the age range at this gig? Oh, I mean, you know, very much appreciative of Rick Astley oh, right, turning okay, up. Yeah, 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 there was yeah. no like, use this guy. <laughs> would it was you not know of that. him though? Um, yeah, I mean, we were of an age that we would know Rick Astley. I, I mean, I know he yeah. is uh, in his pomp. Yes. But I wouldn't know how he'd aged. He's not. Well, he looks the same. I mean, 
He's saying he's a vampire. Suspiciously, so. <laughs> yeah. He looks a bit like Michael McIntyre, which is kind of odd. Jet black hair. I mean, come when on. It's jet, I mean, mine's black, but it's, you, I've still got the, I've got the silvers in. Yeah, I mean, I've got a few. I've, but I, when it's like black, I mean, black. Too, you know, you're like, that's too black. <laughs> I mean, I know you're never going to give it up, but you've got to. You've got to at some point. <laughs> um, but no, he was great, great entertainer. And uh, Did he sing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did, did he, he turn up for a, for a buffet? <laughs> what did he sing? Imagine if he just turned up and started well, Gangster's Paradise Well, this was different. The, interestingly, this was what I've, I've never seen this happen before. Huge star, uh, you know, uh, turned up, did did a couple of his songs. A couple? Yeah, you know, the ones... The, the remix, they're never going to give you up and then up the acoustic. <laughs> and then did a bit of George Ezra, did a bit of uh, Stevie Wonder, did all sorts. Yeah. I know, it was Madness. weird. And, and 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 of course the whole way through there was just drunk men going, did he write this? <laughs> <laughs> no way, didn't know that. Uh, but that was yeah he was on and uh, it was just some pals of uh, Lee Francis of course was there and um, they raised a hell of a lot of money, hundred eighty five thousand pounds. Cool. Who are these people in the auction? It's ba- the auction at a charity event is basically men willy waving. That's what they do. They're like, look how much money I've got. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A gu- there was a guy, and God bless him for doing it. It's a lovely thing to do. But £30,000 for a day out with a stick, driving with a stick. I say a day out. I mean, like, around the tracks. Yeah, I was going to say it again. That was the Colwyn Bay. Where are we going now? <laughs> yeah. And uh, thirty grand for, yeah. for, for, a, for, a, for a racetrack with the stick. That's pretty cool. That is, I mean, what a day that will be. But, yeah, how's he know it's the stick? Well, he won't. I mean, it could be Lee Francis just with the ass. Yeah, on. yeah, yeah. Could be anyone. Uh, but no, it was it was it was very good, and they uh, they raised an incredible amount of money for a very uh, sort of uh, well, obviously a very important um, cause, but also a cause that is often not uh, thought about. You know, you sort of see kids screaming and stuff, and and, and or uh, being loud in public places, and you see people tutting, and you know, you don't always know what's going on uh, there. So it's certainly uh, food for thought. <laughs> Manford on Absolute Radio. Where your music matters. Uh, thanks for uh, tuning in this morning. I've, uh, I was away. I was away for Easter. Went to uh, went to Portugal uh, for a little holiday, Dan, and uh, very nice. Took the kids uh, for uh, the Easter holidays. Freezing, really? A freezing, absolutely. Like I mean, not. Fr- I mean, relatively, you know. But what's what I love about British people is if we're on holiday. The weather is almost immaterial to our clothes. Like we, I will wear what I packed. Yeah, I'm putting my shorts on and my t-shirt on, even though it's raining. Your sandals, your socks. Yeah, of course. <laughs> yep, little hanky to yeah. hide on my head. <laughs> and uh, we went to a water park on the like the third day. My kids are desperate to do this water park. All right, let's go to the water park. So off we went to Zoo Marina in uh, in the Algarve, and uh, I mean. There was about sixty people there in, the, in a in a in a. It's usually about three thousand. There was about sixty people, all huddled together watching the dolphin show for warmth. That's great, though, isn't it? That was great. When there's like you know when you go to like Alton Towers and it's raining. Yeah, like just go on all the rides. Like there's no queue in there. Well, it was kind of weird because like we set up camp like you know on a on a bit of grass, and at the one point I thought, are we allowed to sit here? Because there was nobody else there. Is this allowed? Are we allowed to do this? And what I loved, even though <laughs> the weather was not great, was there were still a few English fellas sunburned. I'm like, how 
How have you got sunburn? It's 17 degrees, man. They've come sunburned. That's the only explanation. How is this it even possible? Here, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, well, that's true. Yeah, that's, that's what you what always find out when you go on holiday is how yeah. hot it is at home. Livid. That's all that one of people want to tell you. It's a bit lovely here. <laughs> Livid. It's hotter than Tenerife. Yeah, I know, yeah. Yeah, it was, uh, it was an odd one. Also, it was that sort of odd... So we went to this place. Uh, this is going to be contentious, I know. But, you know, well, let's see what happens. Um... We went to one of this Zoo Marina place and they, they've got the old dolphin shows. You know, the dolphins and the train. I know. I, you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. It's awkward, isn't it? It's weird. Because I want to see it. Uh, this is me. I'm just being honest here. Yeah. Right? I want to see dolphins. Yeah. I like them doing tricks. Yeah. I'm sorry about that. But I also think, oh, it's a bit harsh, isn't it? Cause... Yeah, I think you've got to do that thing where you're like, you've got to convince yourself. That they're being looked after. And you're like, <laughs> but they're there now. Well, that's it. They were born here. So if no one was watching them, is that worse? Yeah. I mean, you can't put them back in a sea now. But also, like... They'd be killed in we've minutes. All, we've all done them bad gigs where there's no audience. Yeah. yeah. So it's better that for them if they... I mean, they're going to have to do the gig anyway. Well, that's it. They're and not going to pull the gig. No, they're not going to pull it. They'll be like, well, look, if there's less audience than dolphins, <laughs> <laughs> then we don't do the show. I know, but I, I'm... I sort of, you know, they did this big thing, presentation before about how much they look after other dolphins, you know, in the rest of the world. They're like, well, we do this here and this here and this here. And I was like, oh, that's nice. I mean, it doesn't help these dolphins. Yeah. It's almost like these six are like, oh, oh like, I'm like, you don't show them the video. Yeah, we're walking so our friends can fly. <laughs> <laughs> no, and look, I, I get it, you know, I know it's a sensitive issue, but. I always think with the trainers, I think, well, they look like they really love the Dolphins. Like, I don't think they're coming off backstage and going, what was that, Flipper? I don't think they're like, don't think they're like you know, being horrible to them. I don't think you can get that job if you don't. Like, I've met dudes that work at the zoo and that, and they yeah. proper care. Yes. Like, yeah, to the point so. where, like, they go home and their the missus are, like, neglected. Because yes, they're looking after... they, they love monkeys and that. Yeah, so yeah, much. yeah, yeah. I know, I know what you mean. In fact, talking of zoos, we mentioned uh, earlier. Kelly says Colchester Zoo's got wolves as well. All oh, right. So if you're ever down that way, uh, and uh, the Wildwood Trust, uh, we've got a message here saying if 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 your team—that's a very grand term for what we do on this show—if your team want to meet wolves, we have a cracking wolf pack at the Wildwood Trust in Kent. So there yeah, you that's go. A bit far. There's, or, there, I mean, I love a wolf. Well, I mean, you went to Amsterdam. It's closer. It probably is, to be I fair. I can get to Amsterdam from where I am quicker than Kent. Well, that's true, yeah. Facts. That's true, yeah. But, uh, yeah, if you're up and about this morning, it'd be lovely to hear from you. You don't have to just tell us where uh, wolves are near you. <laughs> that doesn't have to be a thing. That was just what two people did. Sunday mornings, 8 till 11. Jason Manford on Absolute Radio. Where real music matters. Uh, Danny McLaughlin is here. Hello. Very funny comedian, if you uh, if you get a chance to see him in your town. Um, so I was out last week. I went out for, for dinner last week with my wife. And, uh, you know, you sort of, there's, there's a, another couple were sort of sat a couple of tables away. And um, they were, she'd sort of said, oh, are you a comedian or whatever? And I said, yeah, yeah. So I had a little chat. And uh, they were nice enough. Obviously, we were doing that sort of thing where you're like, I just I presumed naturally that I was like oh they're together, and then she said she introduced herself and then she was like oh this is my friend this is a side point by the way it's not my, my main story uh, she went this is my friend but we were like away in Amsterdam I was like oh right they've come a boy and a girl like like a child 
a boy and a girl. Of course, something's going on. And then at some point, he said he mentioned his boyfriend. I was like, oh, right, okay, right. I got that wrong. But this is the point I wanted to get to. She worked for a wallpaper company. Right. That's the thing. And we were having a chat, and uh, and just uh, she said it was like a fancy one in Chelsea. Right. And she worked at their Paris office. Oh, okay. <laughs> when when your wallpaper company's got international yeah. offices. Yeah. Hand-painted uh, wallpaper. So, um... There's a paint on the wall. I know. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know how it works. So I've had a chat. Lovely woman. And I just sort of said, you know, just out of interest, how much is fancy wallpaper? Because, you know, Thinking maybe in one of the living rooms, in one of the living rooms, in one of the rooms, we could have like a, you know, like a feature wall. Feature wall. You know, just the one wall. You don't want it all round, you know what I mean? It's not, it's not a hotel. Yeah. Not in Nana's house, is it? You know what I mean? One but wall. You don't want to disturb the dado rail. Yeah, exactly. exactly. Yeah, love that. So, um, she said, oh, well, it's, it's quite, it's quite high end. I said, I'm high end. Don't worry about it. I, I live in the high end now. That's me. I'm middle class. High I live late. up there. Yeah, <laughs> there. I have a guess, right? The living room, I, I just guess the measurements. I think it's like 25 foot by 15 foot, let's say. An average sort of size living room. Is that average? I think it is. Um, have a little guess. So like half of where we are now? Mm, yeah, I guess so. Right. No, no, no. No, no four. About this and a bit more. Right. The studio and a bit more. Obviously, if you're at home, you can't, you don't know that. But oh, yeah, this is just for This, this is, is just for me. This um, is just for us. Have a guess how much. And don't do that thing where you're like, a hundred grand, because that'll make... Just no. have a genuine guess. Like a grand? A thousand pounds. Yeah. Which I is, would think that. Which is, di- I mean, that's, that's made my dad, that's a sharp intake of breath. Yeah, Jimmy exactly. There. Yeah, yeah. <sighs> oh, God. Yeah. yeah. To do the house and the front. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And rent a and jet the wash to do the drive. <laughs> You're going to wallpaper the roof as well <laughs> with that. Yeah, I would think about a thousand pounds Including as well. paste. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Fifteen thousand nah. pounds, Danny. Nah. Fifteen grand for this fancy wallpaper. That's what ridiculous. world? Who is living in this world? It's a high-end Vauxhall Astra. I mean, you're telling me with, with all with all the things, yeah, like heated the, seats and the, the the wing mirrors that go in when you press yes, the button. It's got the lot, mate. Fifteen grand. Yeah, that's the wallpaper. No, no one's got that. Somebody has it. I mean, a fella spent 30 grand on a, a day out with a stick last night. Oh, yeah, I suppose. Yeah, but that's Some like, people have got money. <laughs> two rooms. They've also got money to spare. 15 grand. That's a difficult choice to make, that. Tough one. Day out with the stick or... Yeah, if it came up. Living room and kitchen done. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the second your kids drew on that wallpaper with a bit of crayon. Oh. Livid. You'd be livid, wouldn't you? Livid. <laughs> Uh, well, look, I want to know this morning, 8.12.15 on the text, the most expensive mundane item you've ever seen. Because what could be more mundane than wallpaper, right? And, and that's the thing with these things. It doesn't have to be house-related, but I do know it's with a house. You don't always know uh, how much stuff costs. That's, the, that's where they get you. You know, mm. they could go, oh, this pane of glass. They could say it's 20 quid. It could be two grand. I, I have no idea. That's how they get you. So... <laughs> Music matters. Crikey, they're not, they're not Sunday morning noises. <laughs> well, 
not in our house. <laughs> uh, 8.12.15 is the text this morning, if you're up and about. Uh, so we're talking um, the most expensive mundane items you've ever seen. Right. Out and about, you know, you've seen something that you think, how much that be? And then suddenly it's worth thousands of pounds. How much is always that? How much? It? How much? For that? Yeah. Uh, wallpaper costing 15 grand. is. I'm putting that out there. That's my one. I love it when, like, your dad is something like that and he's like, oh, we'll have two. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Freya in Cheltenham uh, once went shopping for a USB cable. Right. Go I'm going to just, we'll do it as a quiz. Okay. Guess how much How much she, th- she found one for. Uh, six quid. Well, funnily enough, she said she went for the six pound one. 200 pound for a USB cable. <laughs> I remember seeing a HDMI cable once for... Forty-five pounds. I'm thinking. Was it the one that they tried to blag you that was gold? Yes, gold. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, gold, mate. And all you do is Google it, and someone's got it's the same. Yeah, mate. of course it is. Uh, Adam Colchester, guy I worked for, paid two hundred and eighty quid for a toaster. Oh, two hundred and eighty pounds <laughs> for a toaster. What's it doing? I mean, it's only making toast, isn't it? I, I mean, I thought I've got an eighty quid toaster. A, All right, a, money bags. A jewel it. Someone's done free shows at um, uh, I know, yeah. Frog of the Comedy Store. <laughs> um, 80 quid, really? Or something that was 68. Or is maybe fo- between 60 and 80. Slices. Four slices. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bagel, bagel mode. Oh, what's that? It just does one side, so it's great for crumpets, because oh, if no, you toast the back of the crumpet the yeah, same as the front, it's, that cardboard, it's not the it? same. So, Did not even know that was a thing. But yeah, I will yeah. be buying one of those on the way home. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Impressive. And something else that's good, but it's the best... Does it do that thing? Mine does this thing where uh, it's four four slicer, but you can only lower one side if the other side's low. You can't. It doesn't work independently of each other. Mine's two twos, yeah. Yep. It is annoying. It's annoying. Uh, should have spent ninety quid. Should have got, got a better one. The extra. Um, Chris in Fairham, most expensive Monday items got to be council tax, mate. <laughs> a bit of politics there from Chris. <laughs> All right, Ben Elton, settle down. Um, <laughs> How about a Bugatti gold-plated kettle? No, they've not put a price on it, but that does sound expensive. Is that really a thing that you've seen? Yeah, that sounds like you just invented that. <laughs> like when you're a kid and you draw football kits. <laughs> Paul from London, £21 for an apple in Japan. I mean, they've come to see it. They've seen you coming there, haven't they? Is it the one from Garden of Eden? £21 <laughs> for an apple. I'm not having that. I mean, I've never been to Japan, but I think they've gone. Yeah, An Apple like... Mac. <laughs> <laughs> Jason Manford. Absolute Radio. Where real music matters. We're also talking about uh, expensive, mundane items. Things you've seen that you like. How much? That is a crazy price. Uh, shower curtains. There's not something. That is something expensive. I'm never paying more than four quid for. Yeah, I mean, I hate, I hate a shower curtain, I've got to say. I, hate, I took mine down in the end. I thought I'd rather get the floor wet. Yeah. Just keeps hugging you. It makes more like, sense <laughs> if you take them off and just lay them on the floor. That would make more sense, yeah. And then just mop just, it. Mop, just pick it up mop the and then empty curtain. it into the sink. <laughs> yeah. uh, Jason, a fella I know, told me his now ex-wife has spent 35 grand on a shower curtain. I'm calling BS on that one. Yeah. That is absolutely not. Not having that one. That's in a put. That's it. And another reason it was she's out to the house she bought. <laughs> yes. <laughs> not having that. I'm not. Not, not true. Uh, anything that starts a f- like a friend of a friend, I always. Some I guy down the pub. Up. Yeah, I'm not having that. Um, 
Louis says a uh, £400 pen at college. Uh, there's, uh, it's only a ballpoint as well. It doesn't write any better than a Bic. 400 quid. Well, I've, I must say, that's that's actually cheap for a pen, for a, for a fancy pen. I was going to say, it's not, not cheap I mean, for not, a pen. It's not cheap for a pen. Go, I'll go and nick them. Yeah, yeah, the bookies. <laughs> uh, it's cheap for a fancy pen. Yeah. Your Mont Blanc. Mont Blanc. Blanc Blanc. Uh, yeah, I got... I got sent one once. I very, right, I've only ever been sent two things ever. You know, people just presume that because you're on telly, you get loads of free stuff all the time. It's not true. If any, and, and also, you... I mean, some people do, don't get me wrong. You're, uh, you're influencers. Yeah. But no one's buying a product because I've got it. Hey, do you hear Manford uses this pen? Mm. <laughs> Maybe we'll get one. Uh, never happened. Um, but this company did once send me this, uh, this pen. And... Uh, it was like, it's worth about a grand, this pen. It had a diamond in it. Wow. I know. And I was like, and they went, can you, uh, then about a few weeks later after they sent it me, they went, oh, can you tweet about it and tell everybody that you've got this pen? I said, no. No, I can't do that. But can we have our pen back? I said, really? Yeah. I said, oh, you can have it, yeah. Can you send that to one of your mates? Like, what am I, <laughs> I going to do? Like, I'm on Twitter. I am just, I'm just living my life, being a normal guy. Yeah. On the social media, then I've suddenly just got to go. Hey guys, <laughs> just got this uh, thousand pound pen. But also, it doesn't Imagine. fit with Twitter. Like, oh, here's me on my phone. But if I was writing, yeah, I'd be I'd have old this. school. I'd be using this pen. World's gone mad. World's gone absolutely mad. The game's uh, gone. That's my favourite saying. The what? The game's gone. The game's gone. The game's gone. It's what people say about football now. Like, oh, you can't tackle. The game's gone. Oh, I see. but I say it in general. But general use Twitter, now. Yeah, everything. Pen use. Game's gone. Shower curtains, <laughs> everything. The whole world's changed. Uh, Mark in Colchester, I'm a carpenter and a kitchen fitter. Uh, I work in some top-end showrooms. Uh, one particular showroom did a good trade in toilet seats that were 2,200 a pop. Wow. Not a poop, a pop. Uh-huh. 2,200 a pop. What are you getting for that? I wonder. I mean, that, that has to be heated. Surely it's got to be a heated toilet seat. Yeah. That's worth a couple hundred quid, a, t- a heated toilet seat. The other thing I would say is when it closes, I'm just, I'm just, you know, I'm just thinking outside the box here, guys. You can have this if any anybody, any inventors are out there. It closes, a little spray of water. Or like an air freshener. Or an air freshener, yes. Just gives it a little... Do you reckon it's got the passive-aggressive, you know, because you, you can't slam it? Yes. A lot of soft like, shut. I think that shows class in an in a establishment. When it's a slow close. Ruined arguments seat. in the home. Yeah. And you can't slam a drawer. <laughs> Jason. Manford. Absolute radio. Where real music matters. Uh, the most expensive mundane items you've ever seen on your travels. You've been out and about and uh, you've given it how much? Uh, from uh, This is from a conversation I had a few weeks back, if you're just tuning in, uh, where... A woman who worked for a wallpaper, posh wallpaper company, told me that to wallpaper my living room uh, would cost £15,000. <laughs> and that's not even, I mean, that's not like, they don't do it for you. Imagine trying to match up the pattern and that and getting it wrong. Oh my God, I need another roll. <laughs> Nip out and get another roll. No, I'm Here's gonna, my card. I'm going to stick to B&M. Wallpaper, can't go wrong. B&M's the best. ATP roll, can't go wrong. Best place. 
A Vicky on Facebook says Tiffany's do a paperclip for three hundred pounds. I've seen that actually. For a paperclip. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I mean, who's it for? Do you use it? Yeah, it's when you need to like restart your iPhone. You know, when you need a paperclip, you don't even use it for <laughs> yeah, paper. Like, you just like fold it. it. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Alex Marsh uh, saw a uh, stapler for £299. Stapler. What is, what's going on in the world? Who's using a stapler? Well, yeah. <laughs> Tiffany are having a laugh. Someone else has posted about, uh, Ali has posted about Tiffany. You could always treat the kids to a bubble blower for £235. A bubble blower, like... An actual... Oh, I thought you meant like a, a gun. No, like as in the actual stick that you dip Just in some fairy liquid. liquid. You couldn't even use fairy liquid with that. You'd have to get the proper bubbles, wouldn't you? My yeah. mum would be fuming. <laughs> what has happened to the world? Uh, we've got uh, Joe. Uh, is it Joe on the line? Uh, oh, sorry, Mike on the line. I do apologise. Mike. Morning, Mike. Morning, Jason. How are you? I'm really well, thank you. Uh, where are you calling from, pal? Uh, just outside of Durham. Durham, lovely part of the world, an expensive part of the northeast, <laughs> uh, some might say. Yes, possibly. Uh, so, tell us, where were you and what mundane item did you see that give it uh, how much? Okay, so last month, my wife and I went to Rome. It was for a birthday. Um, Very nice. Had a lovely day, a lovely day in the Vatican. Ooh. And there's, a, there's kind of a backstory to this. In about the 1970s, my dad went over to the Vatican yeah. and bought, a, bought an ice cream in the square there, which cost him about 10 quid in those days. And he came yeah. back and kind of said, if you're going over there, yeah. get, get away from the Vatican if you want to buy something. Crikey, what's so, that? That's about three grand now, isn't it? I, can't, <laughs> I, don't, I don't know how it works. There, Bearing that in mind, I yes. thought, I'm not going to fall for that. No. I'll walk. So we walked kind of away from the Vatican, two or, two or three hundred metres, found a nice cafe, went in, and the first clue was there wasn't any price list at oh. all. If you've got to ask, you can't afford it. That's how it works, first Mike. Clue, isn't it? That's, that's the first clue. <laughs> so sat down, had two coffees, two pieces of cake, and then we called for the bill. The guy came over with the bill, and I couldn't be bothered to get my glasses out of my pocket, so I said to my missus, how much is that? And she literally looked at the bill and went, for... for 52 euros. Wow. <laughs> is, which is approximately 47 quid. Well, yeah, it is so now, I, yeah. <laughs> okay. Crikey. So, so we paid and went, and I was talking to a guy in the hotel later on in the night, and he said, oh, you should have gone over the bridge. Oh, you did I mean, to be fair, when you said, we thought we'd go away from Vatican Square, yes. you only went yes. 300 metres, mate. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's still, you're I still thought, in the catchment in area. Zone, then. I thought we are in a safe zone. No, no, so, you've got to get over the bridge, yeah, Mike. Right across over the... Yep, like, exactly. Well, well, I didn't know that. that well, that's good advice for anyone else. <laughs> Getting over to... the Vatican, get over the bridge. <laughs> get over the bridge, mate. You don't want to be spending... quid, Jason. A tenner on an ice cream quid. in 1972. That's done, mate. 47 what? quid. Unbelievable. One scoop. <laughs> you still learn about the ice cream. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Cone or cup. It kind of went into family folklore, actually. I bet it did. I bet it's got more expensive as well over the last 40 years. Ice cream, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nice one, Mike. Thanks for that, pal. Sunday mornings, 8 till 11. Jason Manford on Absolute Radio. Where real music matters. Talking this morning of uh, expensive mundane items uh, that you've uh, seen around the world. It seems to be when people go foreign, they're shocked. By the conversions. Yeah. I mean, of course, 45 euros three years ago would have been yeah, so 25 that, quid. I mean, it's still ridiculous. So how many... Basically a pound a euro. Lira would that 
Lira. Well, yeah, because the, the, the guy's dad in the 70s. Oh, I see, back in the day. Was it Lira? Yeah, it was Lira, but I don't know. Would have been about a million Lira. million Lira. For a, for a rum and raisin. <laughs> Who knew that the, the Vatican had got a little sideline in, uh, in ice cream? I mean, I, I like to think that that cafe have gone, do you know what? People are only walking 200 metres. They're not getting past us. Let's put the prices up. Not even going over the bridge. Can't even bother going over the bridge. Well, Copen, Copenhagen. Uh, Alison says she went to Copenhagen once. Uh, bought two plates of eggs on toast. Two Cokes. That's a random meal. I'll have an egg on toast and a Coke. <laughs> <laughs> well, what's going on there? She was on holiday, wasn't she? Sorry, I don't care anymore. Uh, did the currency conversion afterwards. £45. <sighs> Famously expensive, the old yeah. the old Scandinavia, though. It really is, yeah. It really is. I think I Hope paid, like, way. nine quid for a muffin in Norway once. I love this. I just love these. I mean, you can say anything, can't you? But uh, Dot Burton, uh, club sandwich, chips and a Coke, £50 in Venice. <laughs> I mean, just making things up. Yeah. It can't be true, surely. But I love it. Uh, Jackie Bibbs says, uh, my sister paid £20 for a washing up bowl because it had a plug in the bowl. Oh, well, that's that's money well spent. Yeah, I fair fair enough. I hate washing up bowl. I've got one. Don't like them. I think they they just complicate the things. Up bowl. I hate the washing up Pointless. bowl. Pointless. But if you're adding a plug, that's what your that... sink's for. Your sink is for that. You don't need a washing up bowl. Yeah. It, what's I, I, what's the reason? Why are people separate the washing up from the actual sink? And I, if you're going to go to the pound shop. Yeah. Whether well, a and pound. Get them to wash it. Oh. No, no. <laughs> get new plates. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I've never understood the washing up bowl. I've also that is the one of the major differences. But I mean, I know we're not really allowed to say it anymore. But there is one of the major differences between men and women is when it comes to washing up because a famously women will do things that need doing when they need doing, and men we plan we plan for the future, and so we'll go. I'll just leave it to soak. I'm I'm so good at the leave it to soak. I'm a big fan of the soak. Just. A little bit of raw washing up liquid in a squig, squiggly line, squiggly like line. the sauce on MasterChef. That's it. <laughs> and then you're like, just leave it. I just leave soap. that. Let it do its magic. Three days. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Mel Griffiths, quite rightly, pulls up uh, the pick and mix at the cinema. Daylight robbery. Yeah. That is a very expensive Monday item, isn't it? That is crazy. I'd love to know, like, per weight, like, what it's, like, what it equates to, what you could get. Yeah, it'd like probably the same as like saffron, gold bullion. Yeah, yeah. What? Who makes up those prices at the cinema? I mean, the the, the t- like the amount of effort that goes into making a film. You only need to stay for the credits. You know, when you're watching a Marvel film, you stay for the credits for that end little uh, cameo. Thousands of people, a thousand people. I don't know, eight hundred people to make a massive film all over the world. The Mexico office. The, you know, they're all over the all over the place, and then one. 17-year-old has made some popcorn. Yeah. And it's more expensive than the ticket for the film. Because is it true, I, I hear this, it's one of them, like, tales that you always hear, yeah. that they only make profit from the concessions, well, no, the I, cinemas. I, I, did, I, I used to work for the, uh, the Odin Cinema, and that is, that is exactly true. That's, what, that's how the cinema makes money. Obviously, your producers are making yeah. money in Hollywood. So it doesn't matter how many people come through the door watching the film. It's all about the, it's all about the popcorn. The popcorn, the ice cream. So if you, if you do want to keep the cinema open, yes, essentially... Your popcorn and your ice cream is what's can doing you, it. As an insider, oh yeah, go can on. Can you that. answer me a question? I, I can answer anything you want. Can you, it's not illegal, is it, to take your own to stuff? To take in? your own, no. Not That's illegal. Just, it's, it's weird. Not illegal. No, but people Imagine. think that though. Excuse you know me, I mean, sir. Though. Yeah. <laughs> can hello, you step hello, hello. outside, please? <laughs> you know what I mean, though. They can't like you. Th- like you grow up 
instantly yeah. thinking that like this is not allowed. I think if they, they will want... kick me out. Uh, yeah, I certainly don't think it's a, a police matter. <laughs> but I guess what they what they can do, what they I remember there was a point where they tried to crack down on people just bringing in their own sweets and uh, uh, and t- stuff from t- across t- the road. In. But uh, yeah, I mean that's I mean the, I mean now you can while you're in there, there's you know pizzas and all sorts you can get. It's gone, it's gone crazy. People eat a full course meal. I think the only rule of thumb for me when it comes to eating in the cinema is why all the food is so noisy. Mm. Everything they sell. Yeah, they should sell soup. You still have... You More still have cinema that, soup. Yeah. Yogurts. I say, yeah, flumps. Flumps and yogurts. And, a, and just a handful as well. Not even in a packet. Here. Oh, no. Just, You're yeah. here for the film. Grow up. Jason Manford on Absolute Radio. Michelle in Rill. Uh, I seen a potato peeler for twenty six pounds. In Rill, I mean, they eat a lot of potatoes there. They love potato in North Wales. Uh, twenty six pounds for a potato peeler. What's going on with the world? Um, well, Joe makes a very valid point in Kent. She says, "When I was a kid in the eighties, a mongrel dog used to be free from your dad's mate down the pub who we used to play darts with on a Sunday afternoon. Now sixteen hundred quid for a mongrel, but they just get called cockapoos. <laughs> when did that happen?" It's great. It's great. It's a, it's a great observation. It's a great point. Well made, Joe. What, what happened with that? You just, you just. I mean, when I was a kid, our dog followed us home once. <laughs> and we went. Well, it's mine now. Right, we'll have it then. Yeah, that is. That's what happened. Gone. Why don't we sell these dogs? Why don't we mix dogs and cre- and create a new dog? That's what they dog. You're like, no, dogs were already doing that. <laughs> dogs are not bothered, mate. They'll, you know, a great Dane and a poodle will have it off with each yeah. other. If you know if the if the mood takes them, they don't discriminate. No, exactly. Yeah. Uh, Eight twelve fifteen on the text this morning. Thanks for all your messages. Uh, Twenty five grand uh, advent calendar in Harrods. That's and Louise points out it didn't even come with chocolate. So what is it? Just mm. pictures. <laughs> just the pictures. It must have toys in it or something. Something must be inside. It can't just be the picture one. I, I remember when I had a picture one. When I was Horrible when you get the picture one. <laughs> Is this? What's this, mate? Unless it's that wallpaper on the pictures, the posh wallpaper. <laughs> yeah, there's a little, there's a little, a little bit each bit, time. Yeah. Uh, Steve Foster, uh, most mundane, uh, most expensive mundane item. Paul Pogba, eighty nine million pounds. Oh, okay, I mean that's a bit harsh, isn't it? Team of the year. I mean, come on, mate. Even as a United though. fan, Seen give the over the though. stats. What? Are you defending Paul Pogba being in the team of the year Paul as a United Pogba fan? Is this is ah. Oh, it's not a sports show, is it? But it's I mean, fine, I don't can... matter. We can go into it. Paul Pogba is by far and away, yeah. for someone who sits there mm-hmm. and watches it mm-hmm. in the ground, Okay, he's by far and away United's best player. Right. Is yeah. that like being the tallest dwarf? No. Okay. Because if you look at that, oh, he's just, he's so good and I feel so sorry for him. Oh, I feel sorry for it's him like, as well no, on but, half a million pound a week. No, yeah. but it's not like, do you know when... <laughs> Do you know when you like you see a film and it's got like one actor in it because that's right. all they could afford and then like one like A lister and then it's and all everyone like, else just yeah. people. Oh, you think he's just like yeah? It's but is his attitude right? Uh, do you know what my attitude wouldn't be right? <laughs> Mine would be for three hundred grand a week. Do you know if you turn up week? there, Jason, at a theatre and like the lights aren't right and the mm. sound tech's rubbish? You are like oh? What I do is I look at the audience and think they've paid their money, so I'm going to do the best show I can do. Yeah, but he can't see the audience. What, you can't see 50,000 people? No, you can't see them. <laughs> I think you may. I know I, what you're saying. I think Danny and Paul Pogba are sitting in a tree. <laughs> K-A-S-S-I-N-G, what's going on? 
think he's great. I'm going to be sad when he goes. <laughs> he, he, Do you know what? He when go. he goes, yeah. and we're there with Fredge. <laughs> Fred. Fredge. And uh, <laughs> just in midfield, and people will be like, oh... Oh, do you remember when we had Paul Pogba Exactly, exactly. <laughs> oh, do you remember Tracy? Now we're single, watching Netflix on our own. That's what it's going to be. Oh, that's as sporty as we've got on this show. I like it. We went full talk sport there. Jason. Absolute Radio. Manford. Where real music matters. Attenborough's in the in the news this week. David Attenborough. You all right? I, well, I got worried because he was trending. Right. And when you see Attenborough trending... There's a moment where you go, oh. it's one of two things, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, exactly, yeah. And neither are good. <laughs> uh, thankfully, um, he is um, just saying he's not got long left. I mean, I know it's not great, but he's saying, look, I've not got long. Basically, what he said is, I've not got long left on this earth, and you're ruining it. He, he includes himself, to For be real. fair. He's not, yeah. Like his last years. Like, yeah. Shut up. He says, oh, it's this noisy, it stinks. <laughs> And actually, I hate animals. Imagine he just came out and just oh. went, I, just, I hate them. Just said it. Last thing he ever oh, said. Be, I mean, that would... I wonder if he's... Do you reckon he's veggie? Or vegan or something? Uh, I, think, I think he is veggie. I'm just, I don't know You've why gotta I think that. Amber's got to be. Mm. You, can't, you can't be I like that. Like, oh, look at the lion. Yeah, I mean, but he's, eat this cow. Yeah, I think you can be, though. Because meat, meat eaters... Are hypocrites. Yeah, like, yeah, you're right. And I include myself in that. I'm and we are hypocrites because we go, oh, shouldn't treat animals like that. Mm, Nando's. Yeah, <laughs> like, you I know, feel mean? bad about this dolphin show while I'm eating my burger. While I'm eating a burger, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, so um, he's. Uh, but basically, what he said is uh, he came out in defence of the climate change uh, protests that are going on in uh, in London. He says my generation has done terrible things to this planet, and. Um, I must say, I mean, I know it's annoying, I guess, for you to be late for work. Um, but I I sort of also thought, well, yeah, you should be angry about the planet. But yeah. what, what can you do? What I don't know what to and do. And also, who doesn't love a legitimate excuse to be late for work? <laughs> oh, the protest, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel like, all right, yeah. It's a nightmare. Yeah, exactly. I, I, I so, I'm, I'm fine with that. I'm fine with young people. But the way the papers went for it, certainly the right-wing press went for... They were like, and they, look, and they've left a load of rubbish. Yeah, that wasn't even them either, apparently. Was it that not? was a different photograph That's from um, the 420 people in the park. Oh, I see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, in Hyde Park. The, smoking the, the, yeah, the, yeah, yeah. the local herb. The yes. tings. Yes. Um, yeah, very. I I think it's okay to protest. I'm, I'm, I'm behind them. I'm behind. I'm like Attenborough. I think, yes. Fine to protest. Absolutely fine. And, you know, there's certain things. I try and, I try and be a good person. Try and... Recycle. Yeah. Um, there's certain things I'm not happy about. You know what I mean? I mean, we were just discussing the straws at McDonald's. Yeah, the paper straws. Mm. I'm saying it's fine for like a Coke or a Sprite, but you can't expect me to drink that milkshake through that straw. Not unless you want like some, like me to get a blood clot behind my <laughs> the, eye. The bends. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you can't, you can't suck a milkshake for a paper straw. No. It's not practical. Sounds like a panel show, that. <laughs> no, I mean, you've got to draw the line somewhere, and I'm drawing the line at paper straws. Absolutely, I don't want, you know, a swan to die because it ate a plastic McDonald's straw. You know, I don't want to find it in a tuna. But there's got to be another way. That's not paper straws. Is there another material we can make straws out of? Uh, apparently, it's the pasta straws is the... A pasta straw? Yeah, is the great hope. Like a big penne. 
I think that's. I, have you made that up? Or is that no, a real no, no, no. I think that's. I mean, the, I'm sure the Did listeners. Did you dream will, that? <laughs> well, if I do, I'm going on the den. You should I'm be going take that den. to Duncan. That's a good idea. I think that is the thing. A pasta straw, yeah, because it's it's hard, it's firm. It only goes soft in hot liquid. You can eat it after, if you so desire. Yeah, if you, you drink could. it like a, a tomato cup of soup. It'd have to melt though, wouldn't it? I mean, I must say, I do. I do like a, drinking a cup of tea out of a Kit Kat. I've done that before now. The Twix is the all the, Twix. the, old, the old school. All yeah. The, do you know what was the best? But it's gone now. Mm. Um, the Spira. Spira. Cracker. I lament the, the loss of the Spira. Right into Kept a, the twirl. Into a cup of tea. Fuming. God, I know. It's got to be other things we can make straws out of. Paper is not working, guys. No. I'm sorry, animals. <laughs> <laughs> I'm really sorry, sea life. But I ain't drinking a McDonald's milkshake out of a paper straw. It's not happening. So we need oh, to think something no, else. I think past- bamboo. What about a bamboo? Ooh, just like a bamboo thing. Is that? A thing? But then you've got to chop them down. <laughs> oh, oh, not yeah. and and then, all the pandas and die. The pandas are like, what's happened? <laughs> <laughs> it's hard enough as it is being a panda. Now you take them off us. <laughs> this is Jason Manford. This is Absolute Radio. Music matters. A lot of people uh, interested in the straw debate. Me and Danny, pretty um, looking down on the paper straw. Absolutely great for the environment, but not good for McDonald's milkshakes. Some people would say we were selfish, Danny. We were only thinking of ourselves. Do you know what? I probably have two a year as well. I mean, there is that. There is that. Um, I'm looking at this, though. Some people have cracked it. Uh, well, I mean, some people haven't. Jason, why, do, why don't you just drink from the cup? Why do you need a straw anyway? It was stupid. Come on, mate. Jog on, pal. It's 2019. Imagine trying to drink from a, a milkshake from a cup. I'm a six. <laughs> I'd have it right over my face like a big, big smiley milk moustache. well cold on your teeth. And also, most of it's like a blob of ice cream, so you, you get a bit and then it'll all fall on your nose. Yeah, no, mate, jog on. But some people have come up with good alternatives. Uh, Jason, I'm just listening to your conversation about the paper straws and the difficulty that may create when drinking a McDonald's milkshake. Just wanted to point out that there are collapsible metal straws you could carry which take a very small space which should sort your problem and help the environment avoiding common plastic alternatives. Well, like a telescopic one? A telescopic little foldable metal straw. Anyway, just went online. Four for two ninety nine on Amazon. For the foldable? No, I mean for the full size. Oh, no. You've got to carry the full size cumbersome, around. that. I'm just going to have, have it behind my ear all the time. <laughs> walking around. Don't, I've got my own right behind my ear. Anyway, I've just ordered them. Hilariously, uh, on Amazon website there, it um, says, add to somebody's wedding list, <laughs> which I think I might just do for a laugh. Just it's... imagine getting that on your wedding day. You can't feel bad about that either. The problem is I've now gone reusable... Uh, straws off Amazon and they and they don't pay tax to this so I mean it's just every you door can't, you can't win opens another problem so now I need to find uh, a company that pays its fair share of tax that treats its work as well that it's not made in a sweatshop somewhere in the middle of nowhere <sighs> good <Life>. good luck <laughs> life, <laughs> life is hard isn't it for us yeah, yeah, it's trying tough. to save the world one milkshake at a time. <laughs> that's me, that's me. So, metal straws, that is the future. Has Me- anyone mentioned pasta? Nobody's mentioned pasta. Have I think you've, that? I even Googled it. 
and could not find it. Oh no. Maybe um, I have dreamed that. You could get um I did have a look at um what was I on? I was on like the independent website and they they had uh, the eight best reusable square uh, straws. Um glass was one of them. So glass over pasta. Glass. It says uh the silicon, but again that's going to end up you know in some dolphins esophagus at some point. Uh silicon uh glass 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 you mad glass <laughs> imagine <laughs> even if it breaks you're like yeah. cost me eight quid so how's that milkshake <laughs> 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 bamboo drinking straws it's oh. a real thing i thought i'd invented it 4.99 for eco straws with a z at the end oh the z at the end does my head in the cut like <laughs> stainless steel drinking straws and with a lack of bend in them oh sheffield's back <laughs> <laughs> Woohoo! We made it. <laughs> the full Monty now is redundant. Yeah, that we're we're off. <laughs> well, look, I think this is the future, guys. I've gone. I'm gonna go full. I'm going full circle on the straws. I said I do still think the paper ones are an aff idea, uh, but the metal ones—that's the future. Is that what you're having? Yeah, I'm saying it. Jason, absolute radio. Where real music matters. Uh, the marathon started. If you are uh, one of the lazy people in this world, not doing their bit for charity this morning, by running miles. Um, they're fast as well. Look how fast they are, Danny. If I, I, I mean, my limited marathon knowledge would yes. suggest that they've set off too quick there. I'd say so. That's too fast. <laughs> they. I mean, there's a few lads there. Look, you remember when you were a kid and you were running down a hill? And your legs are going faster than your body. Yeah, That's like what a, that looks like. Like a cartoon when <laughs> yeah. his leg goes blur. Fair play to him. Look at him going He's for looking it. at his watch already. Him. He's yeah. going, how long, he's, no how long have I done? <laughs> it's no good for him. 40 seconds, mate. <laughs> uh, yeah, what we got there? We've got a couple of... What, three Kenyans, five Ethiopians and two British uh, in the, in the uh, elite uh, running there. Um, these are the proper races, aren't they? They, they go off first. So do the you, like people dressed as whatever... Set off Lobsters and that. Yeah, yeah. There was one lad before, poor Gabby Logan, God love her, freezing, freezing there, interviewing people. Um, she interviewed a couple of coppers um, and that, we've got it on mute, so I don't know what they were saying. And then a guy dressed as a car. <laughs> cheating. <laughs> <Just> cheating. <laughs> There's two amazing things about it. Firstly, I don't know if you're watching the BBC, but this, the first thing was he, um, he was aiming to be the, fir- the fastest person ever to... Finish the race dressed as a car. It's very niche. I can't help thinking the Guinness Book of Records has let itself go since the Mowerta <laughs> brothers were in charge. And um, he was also called Aston Martin. That was his actual name. It's his destiny to be I mean, a car. <laughs> That's all he can do. God. So, yeah, when do, all the, when do all the plebs start? You know, you've got all the... Are these all elite runners now? I think so. These what? are all people who are good at it. Oh, no, they don't look... These look like the people who are sit like who want to do it, mm. but aren't going to win. Right. But they should let them just go now, because let's be honest, they're, they're not going to ca- Aston Martin's not catching Sir Mo. No. Do you think though? You know what our blokes think. Is there, there must be a bloke <laughs> at some point. He stood there, and in his head, he's thinking, "I could win this." <laughs> <laughs> like he's looking across. He's just Dave from Hull, and he looks across. There's three Ethiopians to his left. Couple of Kenyans to his right, Mo Farah, and he's thinking, "I'm having it. I'm having this. I hope so. <laughs> I hope so. I mean, that's just a nice image. Just for can you even do think. that? 
Can you? Are they all in the technically in the same race? Yeah, I mean, yeah, you, yeah, you could. Well, it's it's not really a race, it's not as in like it's a time thing, isn't it? So you could start off an hour later, but do oh, a better right. time than someone who started an hour. Oh earlier. yeah, yeah, yeah. But so yeah, oh, look, there's that. They're holding those people back. Look, they're the, they're all there. Look, waiting to start. You're there and you're Ronils, just dead <laughs> cold in them little shorts, like oh. Oh my goodness! Fair play to those people doing the London Marathon this morning. It's not for me. <laughs> I've got to yeah, say. He, yeah. It for, you know, I know it's for charity and that, but I just there's don't. easier ways to show your neighbours you're a good person. <laughs> I just, I just get, give us my checkbook. I'm staying in bed. <laughs> Jason Manford, Absolute Radio. Somebody just asked Chris Evans for a selfie mid-run then. Oh. I'd have took him out. You'd have gone. I'd have took him out. I'd go, mate, <laughs> are you joking? Selfie? I've just started the, the London Marathon. Doesn't matter what marathon, though. Any, Any marathon. marathon. No selfie? Fans. What, right now? Selfie? Oh. And then he imagine he's like, oh, that one didn't take properly. I did, yeah, exactly, yeah. <laughs> oh, I did a video. <laughs> Idiots. People, people, what is wrong with them? Listen to this. This is gonna. I hope you sat down. Listen to this. If you if you're not, sit down. Uh, this couple have become a an internet sensation this week. Uh, a couple about to become first time parents have asked their neighbours to help them out around the house while they cope with the stress of having a baby. You heard. Having a baby is undeniably hard. Nobody's nobody's saying it's not. It's not possible uh, to do a lot of the things that you might have done before your little one came along, like cooking a meal, for example. So one couple who were expecting their first child had the idea of asking their neighbours to do it for them. Jack Jokinen, a sports writer, revealed recently on Twitter that his neighbours were using an app called Nextdoor, which connects local communities to make the request. Calling it a meal train, the couple said it was uh, almost a mental health train to check in on them as pregnancy can be strenuous. Uh, but those on social media felt their request became increasingly cheeky as they detailed their suggestions. Let me read you what they put. Jim and Alex and baby. Uh, as the father-to-be, I'm teetering on a fence of emotions. On one side is joy and excitement, of course, but on the other side is a great deal of fear. One of the things I'm most afraid of is not getting a great deal of sleep. As a result... Uh, not being in the best frame of mind to offer my wife the support she needs to recover from the childbirthing process. Amazing that this guy's made childbirth about him. (laughs) (laughs) The game's gone. Told you the game's gone. Oh my God. That's why I'm putting together this meal train uh, or a a mental health check-in train or do you need any help today train? A meal would be awesome. If you feel comfortable reaching out before you arrive to see if we might need anything else, that would be even more awesome. Uh, Neither of us are particularly uh, extravagant or extroverted uh, or easy with direct asks for assistance, but having some uh, postpartum support prearranged will serve our comfort level as we move into this new phase of our existence. The official due date is April 29th. Check out our special instructions section to the important drop-off and visit information as well as a collection of meal and snack ideas. They weren't, they're not just asking for leftovers, mate. They've actually put recipes down for breakfast, lunch and dinner of their favourite snacks and their least favourite foods. Oh, so don't, yeah, don't bring that. What happened to, like, lenders a bowl of sugar? 
I just, look, I absolutely get mental health, right? I totally understand that's an important thing to be looking after. But, mate, you're having a baby. You're supposed to be tired. That's, that's just the way it is. And the support network is there, but it's you, pal. I thought when he said, oh, we're not going to get sleepy, wanted people to come around and, like, sing him lullabies. <laughs> like, <laughs> you can't do that, can you? No. You can't, like, absolutely, people... Check in on them. Totally check yeah. in on them. And if you've got a really good friend and they've gone, do you know, oh, we had a, we did cottage pie last night. We had half left, do you fancy? Yeah, or we're making a big like pot of chilli or yeah, whatever. Yeah, a big bolognese, do you want a bit round. of this? Fine. But you can't specify recipes. Because, like, because what are you... Like, look, I'm a dad, <laughs> right? What are you doing? She, like, she has had the baby. The woman, uh, what's her name? Uh, whatever it is. She's had a baby, right? She's done... The, All the, the work. Graft. She carried the baby. What have you been? What? And there's no disrespect for dads, and it can be hard, but it's not as hard. Yeah, he you know? could have been knocking up a few lasagnas and putting them in the freezer. Mate, batch cooking, batch cooking, son, batch cooking on a Sunday. <laughs> sort it out for a week. The time he took to put that list together as he well. Could have made a brew. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> That's your job. If you bring a chilli, no kidney beans. Like that, The fact that he's like specified stuff as well. No chopped <laughs> celery. That's your job, oh, Dad. You're supposed to do that. He doesn't sound like a good guy. Mate, you're supposed to be tired. That's the way it works. And God forbid, this is a, this is a good tip for anybody. If uh, Because we all know that husband tired can never match wife tired. We all know this. You can never be as tired as you are. She will always... Win in the Trump, yeah, yeah, top tied Trump, top tied and not tied. Um, this is a good one. This is, uh, you can have this. This is just a bit of free advice. So occasionally, you will forget yourself and you will say you're tired, right? This is just, just have this in your brain, right? Little, just always there, ready. So, let's say, for example, you've come home, you've had a long day, you're all right, yeah, I'm fine, thanks. And accidentally, you've just gone a bit tired or I'm knackered, or whatever it is. As soon as that word has come out of your mouth, you need to follow up with this. I'm a bit tired. So I can only imagine how you feel. <laughs> <laughs> Tell you what's got me out of a few scrapes, that. Yeah. Get out of jail free. Absolutely. Jason. Jason. Absolute Radio. Manford. Where real music matters. So just a week, just one of them. I've not, I've not started, sat down. Don't get me wrong, last weekend, I had a lovely weekend, I went to Amsterdam. What a beautiful city. Nice. Loved it. Beautiful canals, fun people. You know, I must say, and I don't mean to I don't mean to be self-hating when it comes to this great country of ours, but it's always British people who let us down abroad, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> we were um so we went to uh, Amsterdam and uh of course one evening we went and had a look at the red light district. I thought we're gonna have a little nosy at that. So what me and my wife are wandering around having a we went to the prostitution museum, had yeah. a little look at the history of that. That was fascinating and Sort of sad and slightly empowering, and lots of different feelings as you as you're learning about the the history of it. And then, as you know, if you've ever been to Amsterdam, there are doorways with a little red light on, and there's uh, often a female in there selling her wares. And uh, we're sort of having a wander through, and of course, you have a little look, and then sort of crack on. And uh, about eleven, twelve o'clock at night, I look down the road, about thirteen, fourteen lads, one of them, bum out, mooning. Oh. One of the women in this, in this thing, even from 
50 yards away. I turned to my wife, I went, British. Yeah, I'm, ca- I'm British. calling it now. Got down there. Yeah. And Northerners as well. Oh, like, he's oh, called lads. he's called Craig. Yeah, totally, yeah. And he's a right laugh. Yeah. I was like, mate, come on. Anyway, they got the they got moved on and that. So it was um but it's a it's a crazy place. Yeah. When that when that world, like which obviously any most places in the world are is sort of like hushed and hidden away and we don't talk about it, we don't think about it. When it's actually a tourist hotspot. I mean, there's people wandering down there with kids in buggies. Yeah, I saw a <laughs> I saw a man get a quote once. Wow! Yeah, he's like, I'm, I'm, she was like four years. He's like, all right, thank you very much. I he, saw was, a, he was northern as well, like he was getting his conservatory done I or something. A, I saw a couple get a quote. Just putting it out there. She went, "Let's go and find out." I know. It's quite eye opening. What a place! What a place. We uh, we had a lovely time. We didn't just go there. <laughs> we went to all the, you know. But it is you sort of like a. You just have to. So go on a bike to get a bike. I wouldn't. Oh right, I see. Um, I am um, crikey. What road's that? Uh, no, I didn't bother with the with the bikes. I must say, terrifying. Yeah, I was going to say it looks terrifying. Very, very dangerous. They cycle like lunatics. Weaving. It's a lot of weaving. And by their very nature, bicycles are silent. <laughs> really hard to know when one's coming. Bring bring. All right, yeah, it's already done. Yeah. When you hear that bring bring, it's like when you hear the the click. Yeah. You're like, <laughs> too, it's late, too late. Mate. You're gone. <laughs> <laughs> of a sniper, <laughs> uh, yeah, terrifying. Just because wa- you know, wandering into the road and oh my goodness, when you like on the first day we wanted to go to some museum that was out of town, and uh, I thought, oh, we'll just see what um, you know, we'll see what what it takes. We'll get a taxi there. Looked at it, twenty five minutes in a car, twelve minute walking. <laughs> like it's like one of those sort of what? towns uh, where it just it's easier just to walk everywhere. Yeah. Uh, but no, it was good. Uh, we uh, we we did a, a, a there was a Banksy exhibition that was great, and we went to uh, the the World Press uh, photo exhibition that was great, and the Van Gogh, and oh, it was great. I had a great old time. Um, went uh, the prostitution museum as I mentioned. We um, what, what what else did we do on the Saturday? We oh, obviously, I don't know if you've tried to buy a coffee over there in one of their coffee shops. No, yeah, they don't. They don't sell coffee, Danny. What? I know. How can you be called a coffee shop? How do they make their money? Other ways. Ah. They are a lot of gardeners. Tea. Yes. <laughs> a lot of a lot of gardeners. The the local special herbs uh, are uh, sought after. Ah. Shall we say? Um, and as someone who has never had a cigarette, or I can't. I just thought I'm not going to start now at 38. You know what I mean? And um, it stinks everywhere. It's everywhere. <laughs> I wonder what the police dogs are like at Heathrow and Manchester and Liverpool airports when people get back. Because you, mu- even just walking around, you you smell of it. The dogs must be like, no, he just wandered past one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, not, he's not got any on him. Yeah, that's just, yeah, walk through it. Yes. Um, so, what? as it was Easter, I did buy an Easter egg. And as it's legal over there, I thought, oh, I'll eat, I'll eat a thing. That's what I'll do. I'll eat. And it was an Easter egg with a bit of the local oh, herb in there. Really? I know, yeah, I'm admitting this. And... Uh, I thought, right, it said on the side, eat half, wait 45 minutes. Well, I ate a quarter and waited two hours because I thought, I don't know how this is going to... I've never... Nothing. Uh, 20 minutes in, I threw up um, in my hotel bathroom and uh, (laughs) I was in bed at half ten. The thing is Saturday night. Don't do drugs, kids. If you're wanting people to exercise restraint, mm. you shouldn't be putting it in Easter eggs. Like, nah, mate. when was the last time you had a little bit of your Easter egg? <laughs> no. You're like, no, nah, you crack it off and then you're like, no, nah, I'm, I'm eating it all. I don't <laughs> no, care. I know. 
Yeah, you no. die for our sins. I'm eating it. <laughs> <laughs> I think I, I can I can safely say it's not it's not for me. I, it's not. I mean, if that's what you want to do, do what you want to do. But uh, will it put you off Easter eggs though? No, no, <laughs> don't get me wrong. But I would have rather had a normal Easter oh, egg. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With uh, some chocolate buttons inside. Defo buttons. That would have. I'd have had a much better weekend. Jason Manford on Absolute Radio. Just going up to 20 to 11 on Absolute Radio. Um, just watching the... I mean, I've, I've got to say, when they do the wheelchair uh, marathon here, it's unbelievable. I mean, not in a patronising way, but genuinely, it's superhuman, isn't it? I mean, look at that guy. That guy there, Danny, is doing more exercise with no legs than we do with two legs, mate. It's unbelievable. Smashed it. What was it, an hour and a half as well? It's phenomenal. He looks tired, though. Oh, he's knackered. Absolutely knackered. He regrets that. <laughs> I, don't <know> he, <laughs> I don't know if he does. I think that's fair play. I, I, that's, that is, they've done a cracking job there. Um, 8, 12, 15 on the text this morning, if you would like to say uh, good morning and you want to say hello. Uh, Alice uh, from Guildford's on her way. Uh, she's actually at the London Marathon now to cheer on the 250 Wish Heroes running for Make-A-Wish Good luck to them and everyone else running today in the London Marathon. Fair play to you. Uh, it will ne- I'll never do it. I mean, never. I'll never, ever do it. Never. My wife did it once. I've never heard the end of it. She mentions it every every time, like she's an expert. She'll be sat at home now, just like... Like punditry. Eating like waffles, soonest. watching it. Yeah, exactly, yeah. <laughs> I did that once. Yeah, no. It's, the thing is, when you get to London Bridge, you really think, right, I'm nearly there now. You know, it's like she's a proper uh, expert. When you see that post box. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, you're like, oh, well done. Uh, so, yeah, thanks for your text this morning. Uh, you can always give us a call, 030-123-1250. I love people doing Sunday things. I'm a big fan of that. Christine says, good morning, Jason. Welcome back, because I've been off for a couple of weeks. Uh, up early this morning in order to get down to our new allotment to see how many sprout plants are coming along in the greenhouse and all my summer flowers are growing to replant the asparagus as the birds have taken a fancy to it. <laughs> oh, it's the most middle class. <laughs> got to replant the asparagus. I know, but is it funny? Because allotments, when I was a kid, allotments were, that's what you, like, my granddad had one. Like, it was a very working class thing to do. There was one at the bottom of our road mm. and I... Uh, I'm not proud of it, but I used to just go in and nick an onion every now and again. What, so eat like an apple? No, just no. to take home, put in a bolognese. Like... Oh, I see, so you'd use it. Oh, yeah, Hell, yeah, yeah. if you used it and it's not just vandalism, then. Oh, no, no, no. Uh, you know, fine, isn't it? Finders keepers, I think, is the legal term. <laughs> yeah, I think the legal term is uh, stay out for bylaw 723 yeah. or whatever. Also, it's not one. finders keepers, is it? If you, you can't find an onion in an, where people were growing onions. <laughs> That'd be, be wrong. <laughs> Would you ever? Are you, are you a green fingered man? I'm not, but I'm. I sort of like the idea of a lot. I like the idea of an. But I think it's more to do. It's like you can have a little shed and a bit of peace. I don't think it's yeah. the actual gr- the growing. Yes. Although I do like I do like veg. I'm a I'm a veggie man. I do like. Um, yes. Yeah. I love a, when you said sprout plants. Then I was I love a sprout. I think it's a yeah. under, oh I love it. I think it's oh. much maligned. Uh, and and rightly so, I say. But I just don't think, I know it sounds like a sprout snob, but people who go, oh, sprouts are minging, I just don't think they've had, a, they've had them. They've had them pro- pro- properly. I know what you're saying, but what I would say straight back at you, Danny, is every time I see a decent recipe for sprouts, they've always mixed it with something that tastes nice. So they go, oh, have you had sprouts from bacon? And you go, yeah, because that's because bacon's nice. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, oh, have you had sprouts teriyaki? Because teriyaki's nice. Oh, that sounds good. Sprouts and chocolate. 
Well, chocolate's nice. Like, you know what I mean? So you can't... I just meant, like, just not, like, boiled... Not boiled to, to smithereens, yeah, of course. Like your mum used to make, like yeah. chop them in art, like a little shredded sprout is nice. For me, the sprout is, uh, no, it's like the devil's hemorrhoids. I'm not into it. <laughs> it's like all the taste of a cabbage in one mouthful. Yeah, that's perfect, <laughs> isn't it? No, not for me. mini cabbage. Not for me. Sunday mornings, 8 till 11. Jason Manford on Absolute Radio. Where real music matters. Jason Manford on Absolute Radio. Thanks for tuning in this morning. Sarah Champion up after 11 o'clock. Uh, thanks for coming in, Danny. Thanks for having us. No, absolute pleasure. Uh, any gigs coming up? Anything to plug? Not really, no. I'm not really that. That, that good a self-publicist. <laughs> Wouldn't you love it if someone was on Graham Norton or Jonathan Ross and he went, uh, is anything happening at the moment? They were like, just come for a chat. I just, <laughs> I just really like the show, so I thought, just come on and say That'd hello. be so refreshing, though. It'd be great, wouldn't it? It'd be great. I'd love that. Uh, look, have a great week. Enjoy the rest of your Sunday. I will be back uh, again live from Manchester uh, next Sunday here on Absolute Radio.